0: When I was given the title, the perimeters to kind of stay in. I had been preaching on heaven a couple of times, but that is not the route I felt like I needed to go in. And uh,
1: so I wanna
0: I want to talk to you today on God says go higher. God says go higher. How many of you know that God wants us to go higher? You believe that? Throughout the Word of God, you'll find, and I'm telling you, when you you begin to read the Word of God, you'll realize, and, and I've got so much going on in this brain right here, I've got to settle down just a little bit. So when you begin to read the Word of God, you'll realize years and years and years, millions of years ago, there was a battle that took place. There was a battle that took place between the creator and the creation. And when the creation got kicked out of heaven, and God says, you know what, I'm going to create another one lesser than the angels according to scripture, but I will crown him with glory and with honor. And it was at that time in the Garden of Eden that you and I got dragged into this battle. Are y'all with me? So from that time till now, God's been consistently trying to get us to go higher. All throughout Scripture, let me, let me just say this, that, that things shifted. I'm going to tell you something. God don't operate in a straight line. I wish He did. Things shift on a regular basis. I don't know why God took me to Picayune. from Picayune, I stayed five years ended up in Loosdale for two years. I'm dragging my wife here there, and yonder, and thankfully her job's flowing with me. We get there two years, and there's some there's some and it wasn't bad things, but there were some things that caused me to get uncomfortable and it wasn't bad things, but it things I learned and things that happened to cause me to move on to where I am today. I'd never heard of Pedal Mississippi, but it caused me to move to Pedal Mississippi, or else I would not be there. I wish to God that God would have took me to Pedal to start with, but for some reason, God doesn't move in a straight line. Are you with me? And you'll go here, there, and yonder in the will of God and god constantly shifting changing in our lives and and a lot of times we don't understand and that's where i'm where i'm heading today but god says as you continue down life's journey you're going to come to some dead ends you're going to come to some roadblocks you're going to come to some detours and all of this You got to go up here, turn here, come back here and go yonder and. And and go over there in order to get back to where you're supposed to be, and 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 and, and where you plan to go, and where God wants you to go, in your life, and and this, that, and another, and where and, and all of this in life, and and the detours, and the roadblocks, and the and the dead ends, and all of this, and all of this, a part of my life, and and God doing something in me, and God allowing it to happen, and I don't I don't like I went through a divorce, I didn't like it, I didn't cause it, I didn't I didn't I didn't ask for it. Are y'all with me? I hope that's okay I say that. Because I'm sure some of them's done done research anyway. Amen. I've got four kids, two from a prior message, um uh yeah. <laughs> Did I say mess? Two from a prior marriage and two from now, but I'd never have where I'm where I'm at now if it wouldn't have been from where I'm at now. So I said all that to say this, that sometimes gotta take you here, there, and yonder to get to where you are now. Okay. And and through all of that, tests and trials and circumstances and 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 created or allowed by God in order to develop us and prepare in preparation for his purpose in us. And stay with me, okay? A trial is an adverse circumstance, a series of circumstances that God either directly causes or allows to take place in our life in order to develop you and me in preparation for the place he plans to take us i want to go to and i want to i want to deal with joseph okay i'm gonna probably try to cram joseph's life within within the next uh 30 45 minutes okay i'm I'm gonna do my best okay but uh i want to go to joseph 50 and verse 20 and I would just read that scripture there because it becomes the, the end of, of what I'm going to be talking about. But as for you, he's talking to his his brothers there and his, and his family there. And he's, he's Egypt's right, uh, second in command, right hand man. He said, what well, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for the good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. So, Father, right now, I pray that ears that hear, hearts that receive, that you just help us, God, in, in the time that we have this morning, God, to know that our lives are not a straight line, that, you, that you'll bring us here, there, and yonder in our lives to get us to where we're supposed to be. And, and, and some things we question, some things that we, we don't understand, all of it a part of the plan of God. We're believing you to help us today, and it's in Jesus' name, and everybody said amen and amen. The purpose of any test, and I want you to get this, is to reveal in us. God already knows what's in you. But it's to reveal. Hey, Amen. I'm telling you, I was going down the highway, and I'm getting off my message already, but I'm going down the highway, and I'm, I'm, this was years ago when we first got married. Me and my wife were going down the highway, and I've said it at my church, and I'm going to say it here, but I'm going down the highway, and, and I'm going down alone. I'm minding my own business. I'm in the flow of traffic in the left lane, and then when, when I'm in the flow of traffic, I'll get out of the left lane, and some people like to hog that left lane, but anyway, I'm going in the flow of traffic, and I'm flowing along, and all of a sudden, you know, and, and this car just just creeping along in the left lane, and that's just not me i hope it wasn't brother tim but anyway it probably was but i'm i'm flowing in the left lane of traffic and i'm trying to get out of the way because i got two more cars behind me and i'm you know and i'm i'm just doing my thing and i'm just want to get out of the way and i'm i get ahead of the car that's ahead of me and get out of the lane of traffic and these two come behind me these two come behind the one passes me and the next one he flies around me and he stops He 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 pulls up beside me and he gives me both hands full of fingers, okay? And I'm thinking to myself, here I am minding my own business, and he just throwed me a cubby of quail for no reason at all. And before I knew it, before I knew it, something come out of me,
1: and I reach up under my seat. And my wife said, "Hey, hey, Church of God preacher."
0: And I said, "Shut up, stupid!" And I, I and then later I apologized to her. But it come out of me. I said, "You just see what he done to me? Did you see what he done to me? Let me tell you what life is all about. Life is all about test. Either you pass the test." Or you failed to. test. I failed to test that day. Amen. Give the Lord praise. Amen. I'm better today because of that test. God is saying this is a test. And always know a test. Because it's adversity. And it's never pleasant. Okay? It's never requested, yet it is in, it's it's it is inescapable because God allows it. So a test is is adverse circumstances. Joseph is in a test because he's now a slave. He's been sold. He's been he's been we can go all the way back. You know, all of this started. All of this started back when Joseph was 17. I want you to get it. He starts having dreams. He starts having all these dreams. He's having these dreams about, you know, 12, 11 sheaves, his brothers, bowing down to him, okay? He begins to have dreams about stars and, 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 and the moon and the sun bowing down to him. And the problem with that was it wasn't that he was having dreams. He began to flaunt these dreams. Read it, okay? He began to flaunt these dreams. He not only flaunted the dreams, he flaunted... The coat of many colors, and he began to sport that coat that God gave him, or that his father gave him. He 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 found favor in his father's eyes, so his father gave him a coat of many colors. And he began to wear that coat, and he would flaunt it in front of his brothers. Okay, what 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 was what was wrong with that? Can I tell you? He had some issues in his life. Okay, listen to what Genesis. 39, and one says, and Joseph was brought down to Egypt. He's sold, okay? He's sold. He's thrown into a pit. All of this taking place over a few years now, and he's going into Egypt. He's on his way into Egypt. And in the middle of all this tragedy that's taking place, in the middle of all this that's going on, Joseph finds himself heading down to Egypt and but, but I want you to listen to what he says. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither or here. He's being bought and he's sold like property. You hear what I'm saying? He's now become a slave. He's in a bad situation. And God has allowed every bit of this to take place. Ain't it amazing what God can allow to t- take place in our lives? Amen. And He's allowed it. To- so, watch this. If you don't watch it, you'll miss. When you're going through a test, and I'm not talking about a test you created, sometimes we create our own messes. I'm talking about one that God puts you in when you're going through a test. Don't mistake the hand of man for the hand of God. Okay? Or don't mistake the hand of God for the hand of man. See, people put him in this situation. His daddy set him up for this situation by giving him the coat in front of all his brothers. You can, you can, you, if you don't watch it, you will cause chaos in your own house by by showing favoritism by with your kids. Are you with me out there? Be careful, even your grandkids. Be careful with your grandkids. And that's not my message today, but I'm telling you, you can can allow all of that to happen within your own family. Okay? And here he is, the Bible says, they became jealous of him. His brothers put him in the pit. His brothers planned to kill him. His brothers sold him. His brothers gave him to the Ishmaelites, And these are people messing with this man's life. You ever been on the job I have? I'm telling you, I worked way back for a company called Malone & Hyde. Malone & Hyde was a sales company, and I would go from here, there, and yonder. They owned AutoZone and so forth and so on. I only get in all that, but anyway, I'm telling you, they would go from here, there, and yonder. We would, we would deal with uh, drugs and RX drugs and all kind of stuff and, and, and stock shelves and shampoos and all that. we just go here, there, and yonder. And I was dealing with a lady that uh, was a manager of a Fred's Dollar Store. She was a German lady, and I don't have a problem with Germans. I went in there; was super nice. I'd give her stuff. I'd I'd say, "Here, this is out of date. Take this," you know. And I'm just trying to build a relationship as a salesman. She couldn't stand me.
1: She couldn't stand me. Later on, she got my job, and and I'm telling you, I was furious.
0: But I did not understand what God was doing. I wouldn't be here where I'm at today if this woman didn't get my job. Next thing I know, the boss's nephew is driving my van. How dare you, God, allow this man. Next thing I know, I'm building bulkheads on the, on the ocean of Gulf shores. Up under, up under a oh, bam, 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 and I'm holding on to the uh, pilings, you know, and you know, and I'm thinking, yeah, God, here we are, you know, and I'm holding on, and and next thing I know, and and, and I'm trying to get on the shipyard as a pipe welder because I felt like, you know, hey, you know, it can't get no worse than where I'm at, amen. So. God opens up a door for me to go learn how to pipe weld. And all of that, God's orchestrating, I'm telling you. And all of that, God's orchestrating. And they're hiring 60. I go to the man's house, it's over all of it. I knock on his door, I said, hey, on a Sunday. I said, hey, I need a job. He's over all of it. He said, you know what? He said, I guess if you're here on a Sunday, you need a job pretty bad. He said, you'll be hearing from me. Next thing you know, I'm working at Engle Shipyard, learning how to pipe well. I didn't know it. That job was going to help me pastor a church in Picayune, Mississippi, because I was going to be driving to Shao I'd have a job working maintenance, and I can go on and on and on. I'm telling you how that God orchestrates stuff, and he puts it together. It's never a straight line. We think it ought to be a straight line. And, and, And sometimes it's because of bad things happening in your life. And in the middle of all this, my wife, I'm meeting her, this beautiful young lady at Loosdale. And I'm telling you how God works. And, 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 and she turns down a, at that time, it was, it was, it was probably a $30,000. She's got an electrical engineer. She, nobody knows that, but she's really smarter than me because she tells me all the time, I'm smarter than you. She's got an electrical engineering degree. And she is. But she was, you know, she turned down a job making $30,000, $32,000 a year at the time. And we didn't know what the future would hold because we had to move in that area. And we were pastor of church in Earl River County. And we couldn't move to Harrison County at the time to get the job. We didn't know that six months later that she would be offered a job making $10,000 more a year. He in the same company. You know, what we had to do was just trust God. And we're making, we're making beans off the church. $200 a week and that, don't get me wrong that's probably a lot for the church and whatever
1: I'm working I'm paying most of it myself.
0: Killing myself and I'm just saying that his brother sold him into slavery his brothers gave him to the Ishmaelites and, and I'm telling you where's God in all this so, so don't think that just because it's people it's not God. Don't ever think just because people's involved it's not God. We think that because we see a face to it and we put attitudes to it, it's it's only, you know, it's only not God if it's sin, but if it's not sin, then look for the hand of God, even though it's coming from the hand of man. So don't get those things mixed up. God uses people, even people in your family, to move you into where you're going in life. Are you with me out there? Come on, give Him praise in this place. I'm settling down this first service, okay? Next service is going to be better. This is just practice right here, okay? During a test of faith, of your faith, I'm telling you, you've got to know and you've got to learn that God's doing some things in your life, but it is during the test and during these roadblocks and during these times of, you know, dead ends and detours when all these things go upside down and topsy-turvy, Joseph had many reasons to believe that God had abandoned him. You done been thrown into a pit, you done been sold into slavery. All of this, and you have feelings now. You've been in the deep pit. Where's God? And why did God put me here? Why don't, you know, why don't you get me out of here, God? And, you know, I now become nothing but cheap property. I'm nothing but cheap property. Where you at, God? And all of this happens during tests. And I'm telling you, it seems like God's busy. He's quiet. He's nowhere to be found. And, and all of this. Adiós. And God's doing some things In Joseph's life And and, and I've done told you What happens at the end of the story But in the middle of the story Joseph had issues Joseph he's flaunting his You know his, he's full of pride He's He knew he was a beloved son And had always been the beloved son And God's trying to say You know what In, in order for me to use you I've got to get these things Out of your life i got to get these things You know uh, cleaned out of your life And it's not that he's trying To kill you It's not that he's trying to uh, uh, burn you and destroy you and wear you out. You know what he's really trying to do? He's trying to elevate you. He's wanting to take you higher. He's wanting to take you to use you. I, amen. I'm telling you. I come into the first church where they're at pedal, and I go in there, and my Lord, the ceiling's about to fall in. And I look, and there's water stains everywhere, and and I've got I've got uh, I've got twenty I've got twenty people over sixty. Here I am pushing 60 now, but these people over these people over 60 paying the bills, financing what I'm doing, now I look back and I say, thank you, Lord. I was able to take my kids, and I'll never forget bringing about five or six kids up here, and Brother Tim, he had done been through this process. Y'all been here 29, 30 years, going on 30 years and we've been there 18 and a half years. You know what I said I said look we're we're struggling to do he said raise them up, train them up, get the ball. And you know what I began to do? I began to get to the ball fields. I began to do all this stuff. And I'm telling you, we had nothing but boys for the longest time. We had probably 20 boys, 25 boys. It was because we were in the ball fields and all these kids were coming from the ball fields. Now we've we've raised up girls and the girls are bringing the boys. Amen. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's it's a thing.
1: I want you to get
0: this. Listen to what he said in 39 and 2 and 4. Listen to what he says. And the Lord was with Joseph. Will you say that with me? And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. Listen to what he said and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in the sight, and he served him. Serve wherever you're at. You with me? Serve wherever you're at. If you're good, too good to do the little things, I promise you, Let me move on from there. He made him to be the overseer. You ever seen them two, them people that are too good? I'm telling you, I've tried to set the example to, look, it's, you're never too good to clean a toilet. You're never too good to clean a toilet. Amen. I'm telling you, if you only knew, listen to me, if you only knew what pastor and pastor's wife see when everything's done on Sunday, say amen. If you only knew. But I'm here to tell you, you know why God blesses and God honors? Because they serve and when you serve, God blesses and God calls causes prosperity it's just the way it is and that's exactly what he did in the household that he was serving in, the Lord was with Joseph the Lord was with Joseph and Joseph was a slave and while he was in the house of his master the master began to prosper the Lord was with Joseph in his trial the Lord was with Joseph when he was being bought and sold, the Lord was with him in other words, he did not God let his circumstances compromise his spiritual relationship and that ought to tell you and me amen see it's easy to get mad at God to get mad at everybody else to get mad at the church to get mad at the preacher it says the Lord was with him watch this while his life was going south because he's a slave now but it says the Lord was with him I'm here to tell you today I don't know what your circumstances in your life looks like I'm telling you if you'll serve him if you'll love him. The Lord was with him and the Lord is with you and the Lord wants to take you from where you are at to elevate you to a place you've never been. Amen. And the Lord was with Joseph. I don't know if I gave this to Adriana or not, but 39 and 2 says, and the Lord was with Joseph. 39 and 3 says, the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. 39 and 5 says the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in his house and in the field. So he's blessing him left and he's blessing him right. 39 and 21, but the Lord was with Joseph. I didn't give you these. Don't worry about it. 39 and 23, because the Lord was with him. Do you get the point? Y'all get the point? The Lord was with him, and that word "Lord" is not just any word "Lord." There are there are, there are words that, that say capital L, lowercase O, R, D. But this was this was not that. This was capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. That that took it to another notch. Amen. That meant. Amen. It, it was a different word. It was it, that he was his Jehovah. He was his Yahweh, self-revealing God. He was he was having a relationship with Joe. You mean to tell me you can have a relationship with Joseph? Our, with God in the middle of a prison in the middle of a situation this wasn't just any old religion this wasn't just any old type of just you know just you know uh, jail religion or church house religion this was a relationship with God and the Lord was with him and the Lord had caused him to be successful because he was with him it was a spiritual relationship And he's in Potiphar's house. And he's using all this. This is what's amazing. Something I'm learning. To develop. To to bring fruit from. To help. To strengthen. To cause you to be better than who you were. How many of you can use a little bit of that today? to be better than who you were. I don't know about you, but I can. And I'm learning every day because if you don't watch it, the old me comes out. I don't like the old me. And and it seems to happen. I'm going to be honest with you. It seems to happen when I'm in traffic the most. I ain't going to lie.
1: <laughs> anybody, can anybody else relate to that in here? Let me see your hand. God help us all. He develops us and before he could put him in second command with Pharaoh he had to put him in second command to
0: Potiphar are y'all with me he had to train in Potiphar's house in order for him to learn how to lead in Pharaoh's house I'm talking about management skills. Before I could even learn how to be a pedalite, I had to learn how to be... A picky you out i don 't know if that makes sense, but anyway, he gives him a job as a slave, makes him second in command in potiphar 's house to get experience in managerial and, and leadership handling staff and handling dealing with problems and and and, and i 'm going to say it, but i 'm going to be nice, ignorant people because i 'm telling you with leadership and managerial, you deal with ignorance too. Can I get a witness out there and i 'm going to tell you you. You, you've got to be loving and kind when you deal with that. Anyway, developing skills and, and, and to dealing with people, all kinds of people. Smart people, smart people, lots of smart people. And then you've got not so smart people anyway. And if you can, God's telling him this. He's telling, he's telling Joseph this. By the way, he's, he's leading Joseph. If you can handle this right here. I'm going to bring you to this right here. And that's what God does in our lives. If you, can handle, if you can't handle this right here, you're not going to be able to handle this right here. And, and I, I want to just tell you this, that Potiphar wasn't a Christian. Potiphar was not a Christian. He's in a pagan house. So could you imagine living as a slave in a pagan household? That's where he was. He, was, he, he, he wasn't living in his own way, but here he was living the life serving God and serving Potiphar most of the people we work for, and I'm not saying all, but most of the people we work for in the free world, and we say that in prison, I work in the prison, secular world, are not always saved. And they watch our lives. Here they are watching his
1: life. This little old Jewish boy, He's
0: he's growing up now, but he was a boy then. Now we're about 13 years into this, this mess that we call a mess of prison. 13 years. Now I want to, I want to give you this. Now, now this, whole era, this whole span is 22 years. From chapter 50 all the way back to 39 is, is, is uh, 22 years. Chapter 50, he's 40. And if you'll backtrack that, you'll find that where we're at right now is 13 years into where he's going. If God don't move for us like this and like that, we're ready to throw in the towel and we're ready to quit. If somebody gets the job over me, can I tell you what what God might be doing when somebody gets the job? I've had that happen to me before. I thought I was supposed to be at First Chemical. I did, I did. I was working when I first got out of high school and I was called to preach and all of this. I went through the ministerial internship program and I thought I was supposed to, you know, just go to Mississippi Chemical down on the coast, on the coast across from Chevron. First Chemical, not Mississippi Chemical. Went there, took the physical,
1: took a test, passed the test, passed the physical.
0: And next thing I know, a guy that I worked with, whose father-in-law worked at First
1: Chemical, got the job. And I'm mad. But I can tell you, if I would have got the job at First Chemical, again.
0: I would still be at First Chemical today. Because it was that kind of a job that had all that retirement that when you get there you stay there. Are y'all with me out there? God knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. And I'm going to tell you this and I'm gonna, and I got to move on. It's 9:13. I got a few more minutes.
1: How does God confirm all this? Most of the
0: time he confirms it by the mouth of two witnesses. Are y'all with me out there? And, and, and God moving in my life and, and not knowing which way to go God how to how do, do we go this way or do we go that way and a lot of times God's moving and He's and and, and, and you're trying to figure out which way to go and what not to do and what. And let me tell you what you ought to do is you ought to pray about it and if God opens this door here and God confirms it here then that's what you need to do are y'all with me out there? Amen don't always be rash about a decision Amen just because he's good looking and he looks like Rock Hudson or, or Brad Pitt should I say or Shania Twain, just because they look the part don't mean they are the part.
1: Pray about it. I lost some of you on that one, amen.
0: Here they are in Potiphar's house. Okay, I got to move on. Here they are in Potiphar's house. Amen, he's become the second command. And all of a sudden, Potiphar's wife, guess what? She gets an eye for Joseph. All of a sudden she gets an eye for Joseph. She gets to flirting with Joseph. And you know, Joseph, he's just doing his thing. He's, he's 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 running the household. He's running Potiphar's house. He's doing everything he's supposed to be doing in Potiphar's house. And all of a sudden, you know, Joseph's getting ready. You know, he's doing his thing. He thinks he's elevating, you know, into Pharaoh's court. Into, you know, he thinks he's moving up. He's trying to get up to the he's trying to get up to the governor's mansion. If you ever make it as an inmate, up to the governor's mansion, you know what that means? That means you stand a chance to get pardoned. Are you with me? I work with inmates and I know, I know that I know because there, if they had life without parole or life with parole, if they could ever get to the governor's mansion, that man, if they got on the governor's good side, they could get pardoned. That was his goal, to get to Pharaoh's house. Amen. But guess what? Amen. He don't know it. He ain't getting ready to go to Pharaoh's house. He's getting ready to get the pink slips, what he's about to get ready to get. He's getting ready to get fired because Pharaoh's wife, she he wants to have an affair with it, not Pharaoh Potiphar's wife wants to have an affair with him, but he says no and you know what she does? She tries to lure him in and he says no, so she accuses him of what he did not do next thing you know he's thrown into, he's thrown into the pit uh, again he's thrown into the dungeon again he's thrown into prison again and here we are in Genesis chapter 40 and I'm not going to get into all these scriptures because I don't have time, but I'm telling when you go to Genesis chapter forty and you read fourteen and fifteen and all of this and, and Pharaoh's having dreams, here's a sense, Amen. You got the baker and you got the uh, you got the other guy, the wine, the uh, you got the guy and, the, and you got two guys that work with that worked with Pharaoh in the pit. Cupbearer, who said that? That's my girl, Amen. Help a preacher, the cupbearer.
1: Pharaoh's having dreams. And
0: so he begins to give. Listen to what he says in 14 and 15. But think about me when it shall be well with thee and show kindness. I pray thee unto me and make mention of me to Pharaoh. He's trying to get connected to the right people. I I want you to see that. Make mention of me. Get me out of this house. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready. Amen. For indeed I was stolen away out of my land. I've done been, I'm telling you, I've been dragged away from my place, my home, and here also I've done nothing but good. And, and here they put me in this dungeon. Dungeon, Joseph looks like he's finally going to be delivered. He's interpreted the cupbearer's dream, told the cupbearer, you're going to live, you're not going to die. He's given the cupbearer good news and And he says, when you get delivered, mention me to Pharaoh. Tell Pharaoh there's an innocent Hebrew boy still in jail. So guess what happens in verses 23. Yet did not the cheap butler remember Joseph, amen, but forgot him. You know, amen, you're headed toward your, you know, and here you are headed toward your purpose for living for God and trying to get out of the dungeon and trying to get out of the situation headed up to Pharaoh's house. But guess what? Everybody forgets you. But let me tell you, it's not that he didn't forget him God wasn't ready for him so God had to say it's not ready for you you got two more years before you get elevated to the position that I want you your brothers are not coming yet amen when you go when your brothers get up here then it's going to be that time are y'all still with me out there I'm trying to cram it I'm trying to cram it stay with me okay amen so they left him down there okay here it is amen he's 28 he's about to be 30 and all of this Joseph had never met Pharaoh and all of this but Pharaoh has some dreams and Pharaoh gets these dreams and Pharaoh's going to sleep and he dreams he dreams about some seven ugly cows and he dreams about some seven good cows and all of these things that are going on in Pharaoh's life and Joseph is over here locked up in prison and Pharaoh's in a mansion he's in the king's house Pharaoh has a dream and and this dream is going to be the link between Joseph and getting to meet Pharaoh but the dream happens unknowingly to Joseph Joseph is not in Pharaoh's court but can I tell you who is in Pharaoh's court the cupbearer amen is in Pharaoh's court so God had linked all these people together to get Joseph Up where he needs to be. Amen. What are you saying?
1: How many of you have been hooked up to an EKG in here? Let me see your hand. If I'd had time this morning. At heart monitor how does it go it's up and down ain't it you better thank God it's up and down cause if you ever see it flat line you're in trouble God never works in a straight line.
0: I'll never forget the story of Israel Halton. Israel Halton's mama, single mother. Anybody ever heard that? I'm telling you, it's powerful. Listen to it when you go back. Amen. But Israel Halton, mama, single mother raising him. And how that all of a sudden he just gets linked to the right people, and the next thing you know, he's linked to the right people, and he gets to show off his skills there at the uh, Joel Osteen's church, and it goes from there, and he skyrocketed. And I'm telling you, when you get begin to get in God's will, there's nothing hell can do to stop you. I'm telling you, Amen. God says, go higher. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're lower. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're sinking deep and dead. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're a low man on the toe a totem pole at the Dollar General Store or Fred's Dollar Store or Walmart, it doesn't matter, or McDonald's. I'm telling you, when you begin to stay faithful to God and you, you stay faithful to God wherever you're at, whenever you're at, I'm telling you, it took him 22 years to get to point A to point B and none of it was a straight
1: line. It was ever which way but a straight line. Ever which way. I was listening to something yesterday. I'm getting ready to close. 1903, the Wright brothers build this concoction. went approximately 75 feet, went up and come down.
0: The people that were standing around him said, you know what, this will never, never, ever work.
1: Bradley, 44 years later, Chuck Yeager flying with a group of his compadres
0: and he's flying so fast you all probably heard this story before but I'm going to I'm going to tell it again but he's flying so fast but there seems to be a barrier you all have heard this but I'm going to tell it again and he's flying so fast but he
1: couldn't get through it so So he says, his his words were, I'm going back up. Either I'm going through or I'm coming apart. And he gets up there and he fires it. Man, man, man.
0: And he gets up there and he says it's shaking and it feels like it's about to come loose and the, the wind is about to bust. And all of a sudden, he said, out of nowhere from the busting loose, he said, all of a sudden, a sound that had never been heard before the body, the, the sonic boom thrust forth. He said, next thing you know, it feels like there's a thrust behind him that was the w- very thrust that was keeping him was behind him.
1: we would get the attitude today that I'm going through or I'm coming apart I was listening to
0: a story as I close stand to your feet this guy says he's in the jungle he says God I need a sign that you're still here I need a sign. If you're not here, I'm giving up.
1: He said, all of a sudden,
0: a voice spoke to his inner. He said, look around you. What do you see? He says, I see nothing but bamboo.
1: He said, little do you know, He said those hundred foot bamboo trees were growing when you couldn't see anything. He said it took them eight years after being planted to go from a seedling to a sprout.
0: And he said, Lord, why did it take them that long to grow from a seedling to a sprout? He said, they were growing.
1: He said, but they had to grow deeper. Can I stand right here? He said, they had to grow deeper before they could grow higher. Y'all with me out there? Most of the time,
0: we feel like nothing's happening in our lives and we feel like we're on the potter's wheel and it's monotonous. You ever seen a potter's wheel that goes round and, round and round and round and round and round and round and round? And in the middle of that potter's wheel, he has, the potter's got his thumbs in the middle of it. And what is he doing? He's digging out. He's digging out the flesh. He's digging out the, can I come down here? He's digging out the middle of it. Why is he digging out of the middle of it? Because he wants you to become a vessel. He wants you to become a vessel of honor that you can be filled with his glory and his goodness and everything that he has in your life. And it doesn't happen like that. Every head, mile, every eye
1: closed all over.